Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PBC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on another, you guessed it, fantastic topic on things I wish I knew when I started in PPC. Now we've, for this chat, we, we did more than three questions. We did four whole questions <laughs> where we chatted about things we wish we knew about, you know, our career, the industry, paid search, paid social. I think those are the main pillars that we learned at in terms of things that we wished that we knew but yeah loads of fantastic and interesting discussions happened and I think what what not even I think I'm sure what Julie does is that depending on how much the answers are rolling in that's how she decides whether to add more questions or not so four questions means loads of opinions shared from the three to four questions that were given today so yeah I hope you sit back and enjoy Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, if you don't make it to the PPC Chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet on that's right twitter with my handle the marketing anu or join us on our linkedin group which is the ppc chat roundup podcast and just ask to join us or if you're on instagram check us out at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes so we have julie leading us on on this great topic as i said things i wish i knew when i started in ppc to hopefully help newer ppc especially people to save some time and pain but first how are we doing i didn't quite get in on the beginning of this chat but i was pretty much still on cloud nine after my event ppc live uk launched last week thursday 28th of july last week thursday and it was such a success we had over 60 people that showed up sold out tickets of 100 tickets but obviously issues train issues one of them my friends that was gonna come she's a mom so kids kind of do tend to throw spanners in the works don't they so she couldn't make it but such a, a fantastic turnout over 60 people people could tend to say that their first event that they put for industry events it starts off with seven or ten people 60 people for my first event what does that bode for the future i hope it's nothing but good things i've already started planning an event too it's going to happen on september the 29th we've got ran fishkin who is like amazing guy in the world of seo but also audience targeting and audience researching because he's got this company called spark toro which i think they're amazing and paid search users have started using it and i think more of us really should especially with data privacy and the you know the end of cookies coming soon even though Google have announced that they're going to delay that whole when that's going to end. Anyway, the event is September 29th on, with Rand Fishkin. We've also got Crystal Carter of Wix, as well as a good friend of mine, my dear friend Chris Ridley of Evoluted, who is based in Sheffield. He's, this is going to be his second time talking. Can't believe he hasn't talked before more than that because he's just so amazing at what he does and such a passion paid search i've also got a brand new name a lady called veronica who you know i've met on the circuit and in terms of paid search and this is her first time talking and i just love to give this opportunity to 
brand new ladies that don't look like everybody else, like, like every other white male that you see on most stages, or even like every other white female that you see on most stages. She definitely is not your run-of-the-mill British. So yeah, she's definitely someone from a background that you don't usually see on stage. So I hope you'll join me for that for, on, on September the 29th. If you go to bit.ly forward slash PPC Live UK Sept 22. Yeah, you will get to the details on Eventbrite for that to get more of that. Anyway, enough rambling about the things that I'm most excited for. We also have on this chat today Julia Vice joining us saying, Morning, all the heat has finally broken, cough is gone, feeling well for the first time in many weeks. So happy to hear that. I love that she's feeling better so dan patterson goes yes glad you're starting to feel better was it covid yep she goes i got it very bad at the end of june first week of july long recovery and extra drugs for the ongoing cough pro tip if you have if you have asthma don't get covid oh gosh i mean if you have anything just don't get covid but yeah with asthma that cannot be great at all Daniel Vardy goes, not too bad. Started working out again last week with my lifetime goal of achieving to do front and side splits. It might take me two years. That is an amazing thing to aim for. Yes, we've got as well Dan Patterson joining us. And I think he did respond to Daniel about the wanting to do the splits. Dan goes, I think I just got a leg cramp just thinking about trying to do any kind of splits. I wish you luck bless you daniel goes let's be clear i'm nowhere close to achieving it but i got a plan and i think he shows that was a gift of someone doing the splits on drums lord you'll get the most interesting gifts on here we then also have quite a few people who joined the chat i believe yeah fraser andrews ashton clark joined as well as well as amalia Dwayne brown might have joined for a bit lawrence chase as well joins us and boris beckerick sarah steeman as well joins us so many experts as well as kirk williams joining us for this chat anyway let's get right into our questions so julie asks how long have you been working in ppc and how did you get into the field initially now i did a little bit i joined late but i did a little bit of a rundown of how i started like about 13 plus years ago i graduated out of uni with a computer science with business management degree which was pretty much i started with computer science thinking i love programming hate programming and then i did decided to drop half of it after my first year and add a bit of business management marketing was part of that finance hr all of that kind of stuff left uni didn't really know what to do with myself but i got into an seo role by fluke honestly but then while i was doing that i was like no i don't want to do seo i started interviewing with another company and a paid search agency called me up they asked me if i like excel and yay as they say the rest is history and i've loved this industry ever since amit cabra goes it's been about 13 years now i started my first company at 19 wow an event planning i wanted to sell tickets to events while i was in uni we had a one class on digital marketing and it was enough to spark some interest in ads so i tried it for the event company that's some amazing initiative there julie goes i have been working in ppc since the literal beginning which is coming up to on 20 years now question mark i was doing websites and seo and when people
PPC started, I started adding it to the mix for the clients and really liked it. The rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, Boris goes, I remember those amazing GeoCities websites. GeoCities websites? I don't. <laughs> Dan Patterson goes, I started as, a, as an SEO guy, but also oversaw PPC. So I love the way quite a few of us started from SEO and went, oh no, this could be better. Anyway, in 2020, when everything shut down, we had to let all our agencies go. So I had to do the deep dive and really learn the ins and outs of actually doing the work myself. So I've been involved as an overseer since 2010, but in the trenches doing it myself since 2020. Also had to take on display and affiliates. It's been a lot of learning. Well, I hope you're enjoying it, Dan. Boris goes 10 years, got hired by a startup to do something else. CEO thought I wasn't too stupid. So he gave me the keys to the AdWords accounts. Yes, AdWords. <laughs> yeah, when it was AdWords. <laughs> Daniel Vardy goes 12 years at the same agency I started at. I was desperate to work in digital marketing and applied for the same job six times. AB testing my cover letter. Wow. That's very keen. Started as an intern and now I am the PPC product manager at the agency. Nice. And, uh, and there's a gift goes, I started from the bottom, now I'm here. Daniel continues, by the way, the cover letter that finally won over was talking about how purple onions are my favorite onions. I don't know what I was thinking. Wow. Interesting. And I love Dwayne's, you know, intro into the or entrance rather into the chat. He goes, even in the middle of a heat wave, the rain last night was much needed. We are a hundred odd days away from Black Friday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I feel like Dwayne's pretty much life and business is all revolved around when Black Friday is going to start. And yeah, Julie Rice goes, ah, don't just drop a bomb like that. This early dude, Boris goes, he knows how to make an entrance. Yeah, yeah doesn't he just amalia responds to question one saying i've been working in ppc since 2015 it was an accidental stumble i did a marketing diploma after my bachelor's i now teach in that diploma program and ended up at a digital marketing internship where ppc was the role my supervisor quit week one and they hired me wow continued i will say that years doesn't always equals expertise within two years i had worked in 60 plus accounts i scaled a lot faster in my skills due to the marathon I ran. So if you're relatively new, doesn't mean you know significantly less than those five plus years in PPC. Honestly, with me having 13 years experience, the way Amalia gives so much knowledge back into the community, I would say that she has more knowledge about paid search than me that with my 13 years of experience, I've definitely have not had to do 60 plus accounts in my first two years. So what she would have learned, it would have been a lot fast paced than I would have even in my 13 years. And we've got Sean Ellie responding to question one saying 11 ish years had an internship internship at a nonprofit in college where we used Google grants and I had to teach myself Google tests were actually helpful back then, but they did cost $50. Mm, I don't know whether that's a good thing or not. Julia Vice responds. I truly had to just subtract. I got into the field after a sudden major career change. My first new career job was SEO writing and I moved into copywriting, then PPC paid search specifically 
all in about 16 years. Wow. Ashwin responds. Ashwin joins the chat saying, I've been working on ads since 2015, but on the creative slash copy side, social search display and some video. Since 2020, I've been running campaigns as well and trying to understand some of the more technical aspects. And then we have Ashton responding saying, been working in PPC for four years now. I was interested in marketing and CIS going into college, but knew I actually wanted to get into this field after taking an internet marketing class my junior year. Dave Galigua's responding SEO guy playing with PPC 2004-ish, self-taught by becoming an Amazon affiliate and driving search traffic there. Those were the days. Dwayne Brown responding May 23rd, 2007 was the day I got started. That's very specific. <laughs> it changed my life at 16 years now, and it has only been many highs and lows after a couple years years doing pr after a couple of years doing pr an agency took a chance on me and i more than paid my gratefulness at that job many long nights and hard hills wow he continues worked on h&m blackberry telus cibc greyhound and many cool brands and doing lead gen to help brands fill job roles using google back then to target job searches was my life for two years taught me everything i know about ga analytics and tracking today blackberry aka rim was not our biggest spending client but our biggest brand wise getting tracking right and figuring it out they pushed me to be the best version of me and who i ended Ended up being today. Understand everything down to the nerdy level. Yeah, if you meet Dwayne, you'll realize, yeah, I feel he's cool, but also nerdy. You can tell he knows his stuff, but very lovely, sociable guy. That's what I genuinely think. Fraser responds to question one saying, I was lucky to join a grad scheme straight out of uni. Originally all bright eyed. I thought I'd get into social, but quickly found that the paid team were the most sociable. And that was me. Yeah, he's a very sociable guy. Lawrence responds to question one saying, almost 20 years in PPC, I was doing server and web stuff before I shifted to marketing. Before that, well, it was nuclear and submarines, so no marketing there at all. Nuclear submarines. <laughs> Junior Price goes, no marketing. Loft, loft budget might surprise you. Loft, Luffied? Oh, God. Anyway, Lawrence continues, oh, it would not. I was more operational on the sub than the corporate making military gear. Oh, Luffied must be a Canadian-American brand about military thinking. Anyway, that's where the dollars are, Julia Vice goes. And then we have Robert Brady replies, responded to question one saying, took my university's first internet marketing class in 2005, got an internship in PPC in 2006, which turned into a job offer post-graduation and kept growing from there. Kurt goes 11 years, started out doing content for small e-commerce company and they needed someone to do their AdWords stuffs and figure it out like product feeds, figured out stuff like product feeds. So I learned as I went. Yeah, and he's become Mr. Product Feeds now, hasn't he? We have Judy then taking us on to question two saying, what is something about PPC in general that you know now that you wished you knew a lot sooner? We will get to more specific questions after this one. So keep your answers about the industry or something general to PPC here. For me about what I have learned about, you know, about PPC and making the general industry as a whole is the fact that it's changing so much and someone with five years experience could be similar to someone who has 12 years or 13 years experience, as I just mentioned with Amalia's experience and I. So yeah, 
time doesn't really mean anything as well, I feel, in this industry because you be, could be doing things for so long and then Google Ads and Microsoft and all the platforms change something on you and you're really on the same footing as someone who started just a few years ago. Kirk then goes, yeah, paid search doesn't create demand. That's his answer to question two. I think really understanding this at a heart level, not just a head level, would be guided how I educated and led clients in the early years. Amali goes, honestly, I still remember Julie's tweet about this, that search can only capture, not create. I teach it this way. You don't fill the top of the funnel. I generate awareness. It doesn't matter how good your paid search game is. Julie goes, clearly, clearly I've, say, I've been saying this for years because it's so true and so misunderstood. I think I originally tweeted that after a particularly frustrating week with a former HVAC client too. Lawrence goes, I guess this is one of those things that is so fundamental. I have no idea why we even have to say it. Absolutely. It's kind of like breathing. You just do it. It's not that complicated. Absolutely. I think the same thing as well. I didn't even think to mention that because I totally agree with Kirk. I was like, people don't know. It doesn't create demand. Come on. But yeah, every new set of presentations that you see, there's always someone mentioning that. And then we have Amali responding, that's the thing though, it's uncomplicated to us, but I often have to remind myself that the average business owner doesn't necessarily understand these fundamentals. Education is key. Fraser Andrews goes, I feel like client education is a massively underestimated part of client comms, but is so important. Amali goes, especially in the sales process, so many times a salesperson has sold something we can't actually do. Alignment between who is doing the selling and who is administering the services in terms of education is so important. Fraser goes, yes, I guess in general, it's important to just share the knowledge internally as I know previously clients service teams have also overpromised. And similar to my answer, Amalia goes, I wish I knew how quickly things change, but also how many different ways there are to be good at PPC and how much room there is for all of us. For example, I have specific people I refer to for the e-com or video and I love lead gen search. It's so vast. Absolutely. And Dan says something that's not quite an answer to a question, but I really loved because it applies to myself. Dan goes, interesting to see how many of us come from SEO backgrounds. I never bought the whole SEO and PPC are enemies thing. Also felt short-sighted and dumb to me. It so is. I love my SEO colleagues. Some of my really great friends in this industry are from SEO. Julia Vash responds to that saying, my skills at writing really helped with keyword research. These machines didn't and still don't understand language like we do. Amali replies to Dan saying, yeah, when the machine stops suggesting 35 character headlines for a 30 character slot, I'll consider letting them write my ads. Wow. Dan Patterson goes, seriously, guess what Google York and New York are two. Guess what Google York and New York are two very different cities in completely different countries. Yet I get suggestions to add York as a keyword all the time. Lord, that's all the way in the UK. Amalia goes, I have HVAC company as an exact match keyword. Get all the competitor names as matches. Lord, there it is. Julia Vice responds too. Um, we then have Sophie Logan responding to question one saying PPC was one of the areas I worked in during my first post uni job as a digital marketing assistant. It was the part of my job that I enjoyed the most and found most interesting career wise. However, before then, I'd never heard of the term PPC, even having done a master's in advertising, marketing and the media. And really, PPC was not really a thing then? Oh, Lord. 
And then we have Boris Beckerick responded to question two saying, I think I've learned that there's no one size fits all. The things that work for one account, even if it's the same industry, can't necessarily work for the next account. Also, there's so many things out of our control. He gave that as answer one out of two, but I'm not finding where two out of two is. Anyway, maybe we'll find that later. And then we have Julie responded to question two saying there is never only one right way to do anything in PPC or life or for that matter. Things which work well in some situations will not work in others and that is okay. It's about continuing to want to figure out each client's puzzle to find the best path. This is so right, Lawrence goes. There can literally be three different answers that all work. It is very cool because yes, the answer is always it depends. It depends on which answer you want to go for depending on the situation and the context julia vice responding that is it, that it's this exciting cool ever-changing piece of the puzzle is not the whole puzzle do your level best and keep an over mind, open mind we will never get bored absolutely no we will not and we have robert brady responded to question two saying people in the industry even people you really look up to are really helpful kind and accessible absolutely and you don't need to pay to get reach them then Daniel Vardy responds to question two, saying how important it is to come with ideas to not only optimize and improve, but grow, trying not to go with blindfolds, blindfolds and keep an open mind. Three, there is no one right solution. You can have multiple same or same for problems. And then we have Lawrence Chase responding, saying, honestly, I wish I had known how easy it was to go out on your own and support brands without having to work for a single company sooner. The other things would have been how working for an agency would give you more experience quickly with a lot of brands. Yeah, but working with clients can be frustrating. Amalia goes, as someone who did agency for six years, I definitely scaled my skills quickly. However, for full funnel experience, experience, learning attribution and how the pieces really fit together. Client side can't be beat. Yep. Dan Patterson goes, they both have their benefits and drawbacks for sure. Boris goes this, but I was afraid of doing solo for a long time, having to support a family and all, but honestly, it is the best I recognize. It might not be for many though. And still answering question two, Ashwin goes that not every business benefits from running PPC campaigns. I saw it as another extension of mainline advertising. Sophie Logan goes that you can never truly master PPC, but just continuously work to evolve and get good at what's new. It's never ended career progression and upskilling. MVX goes, that's why I love it. Always learning, always learning indeed. And then we have Sarah Steeman responding to question two saying that... We are all hacking our way through, just kidding, some truth there. We make educated guesses as to how we think it works based on experience and documentation, then act accordingly. And then, yeah, Lawrence Chase, when he said that this is so right, there can literally be three different answers that all work. Amalia quotes his tweet going, PPC and digital in general is about doing the best you can with the information you have in the moment. With so many external factors, it's never one size fits all. Be wary of anybody who talks about it like it is. Yeah, be wary of those. And there, there will be many. Ashton Clark goes, there is a lot more that goes into a successful PPC strategy than what meets the eye if your website or landing page aren't good keywords are too broad 
or low volume. Ad copy is too wordy or full of jargon. Performance will reflect that. Dan Patterson responds to question two saying, I like a lot of the other answers. I think for me, it's important to know the best practices, but to also see them as a baseline. They don't always work, but they're a great starting point. Test, experiment, tweak, repeat. Daniel Vardy goes, the PPC is one part of something that can help, but it's not end all be all and everyone needs to be involved and engaged and on the same page. Dwayne Brown responds to question two saying two things can change your life. Most people have no idea how things work and are afraid to say so or worse. They assume they are right in how they work. This skills this kills more ad accounts than we care to admit. Post-click experience is 50% of the work. Ashwin goes, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely love this answer. Dwayne goes, it's the truth. Sometimes the issue is not in the ad account, though it takes skill to know where the issue sits, cannot fix a broken business with paid ads. Absolutely. And Julie then gives another answer for question two, saying clients leave for all kinds of reasons and it's very often not because of your performance. Be easy on yourself and ask for feedback or a why. You might not get it, but training yourself to ask for it is definitely a good thing. Lawrence responds, sometimes clients just want a new perspective and it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes leadership changes and they want to bring in someone they worked with in the past as well and again has zero to do with you never take it personally and he and yeah julie continues saying and be gracious about it assuming they follow the termination procedure in your contract and are fully paid up and not being awful to you clients also sometimes come back because the grass is in fact not greener on the other side, love when that happens. Lawrence goes, I have lost clients and the person who hired me in the first place went to a different company and called me back to work on another project. Always be gracious and helpful because your world is very, very, very small and you may run into them again. Amalia goes, a change in point of contact almost always equals to them changing agencies. There are patterns you start to pick out over time. Amalia then continues as well saying learning how to feel when clients leave is such why clients leave is such a psychological battle. Yeah. Learning how to feel when clients leave is such a psychological battle. A lot of the time it's misperception or them getting upsold by someone promising the moon. You are never going to win against manipulation. Be gracious and honest and they'll circle back. Yeah, Julie goes, this is huge. We don't naturally separate work feelings from personal feelings. You have to learn to do that and practice it intentionally. So don't beat yourself up if you take things personally. Instead, actively work on not doing that. Support helps with this and you can get a lot of support from this community. Amalia goes, legitimately cried in the work bathroom the first time I lost a client. Poor newbie Amalia. Oh, bless Amalia. I feel like giving her a hug for that. Yeah, Daniel goes, I always tell my team we haven't lost them. They lost us. Absolutely love that as well. And yeah, Amalia goes, it also becomes, becomes powerful if it ever is the team's fault and you don't say it. Sometimes, rarely, it has been a team error on my end. Daniel goes, there's no way not to make mistakes in this business. Things move really quickly and you make a lot of changes. Just matter of fact, it's how you deal with mistakes that matter. If a client leaves because of of a mistake, they don't realize it's one less mistake you'll do. Absolutely. And yeah, Lawrence goes, impossible. We will all make mistakes. We are only human. And we have Daniel Vardy responded to question two saying that my job isn't to work on the account to make it better. 
that's part of it. My job is to educate and work with our clients and our team on making them better. The account will work itself out. After that, absolutely. Kirk Williams' response to question two saying attribution is so much more complex and directional and even gasp misleading than analytics solutions make it appear. That's okay because analytics are just showing the parts they can most directly track, but it's not okay to not know that. Amali goes, some days nothing feels true or accurate, especially with Google deciding to just add random conversions into my accounts, skewing my historical data, a real life image of me when that happened. And that's a gift of Emma Stone drinking ice cream and crying, eating ice cream and crying drinking ice cream why not sam responds honestly the more i've gotten into attribution the more i believe it's one a fundamentally unsolvable unsolvable problem and two it's not a very interesting question yeah let's just get over attribution and trying to find the solution for our businesses sarah statement responds most clients need help determining goals and many come to the table not knowing where to start we are business consultants as well and wear multiple hats julia vice responds knowing what you can control versus what you can't over promising in terms of results doesn't allow or market factors new factors random acts of zuckerberg <laughs> i love it boris responds to yeah a zuckerberg gif and julia vice goes when he smiles i know my day is about to take a turn <laughs> random acts of zuckerberg that's just hilarious and then we have julia julie to going on to question three going i'm loving this chat so far where she then asks, what is something about paid search that you know now that you wished you knew a lot sooner and i love my answer well of course I'd say that, but I do love the fact that I gave the answer of, yeah, about the metrics, the the whole importance of quality score that Google says that we shall have on it. So yeah, that quality score isn't an important a metric as Google initially makes it out to be. Dan Patterson goes, all that RSA ad strength metric or OptiScore. Yeah, definitely, especially OptiScore. But then I feel like I already knew that that wasn't a trustworthy measure from the get-go because Google's like, yeah, do what we want to do. We want you to do and we'll make you make it look like your account is doing better. I don't know. Never trust something like that. It's like giving points for actually do using one of the tools on Google is going to make them money. Like seriously, I don't get how that's legitimate at all. I never have. Then Julia Vice responds to question three saying Google is a company made up of people. It's an algorithm that's very powerful, but cannot do everything. And reps, partners, teams are all doing their best, just like you are. Keep that in mind and it helps turn frustration into problem solving. Ashwin responds saying it's simultaneously more complicated and simpler than most people think. The complexity is a management system, managing the system, but a simple message or offer and clear and relevant landing page are really all you need. Absolutely make the path to purchase easy. Lawrence responds how great the community was. I feel like finding this community of folks has not only made me some great new friends, but been very helpful in knowing there are issues or new features I may have missed on a platform. Okay, that is my mushy talk for the day. No, we want more mushy talk, Lawrence. Sophie goes, I wish I'd got had got into the whole automation side from the very start, but it wasn't something we were really, really talking about in 2014. I remember manually updating and uploading shopping feeds every morning in my first year in PPC. Wow, poor you, Sophie. Honestly, Ashton Clark responds, don't underestimate Microsoft advertising, Bing, Yahoo, still account for a lot of search activity and most of the time it's less expensive than google ads yeah definitely in some industry I, uh, industries i agree with that 
Julie then responds to, yeah, to that team. Microsoft Ads has been putting together some very interesting partnerships in the last 18 months. Amali goes, I'm still waiting for my LinkedIn targeting to be fully integrated unless I missed it happening. Julie goes, if they actually finally do, did this, so much B2B ad money would flow over there in a nanosecond. Google has always acted like they have no idea B2B is actually a thing, much less a thing with loads of money to spend absolutely and then we have Dwayne Brown responding to question three saying that Amazon would quietly build a billion dollar ad business still five times smaller than Google but they are just getting started our team is really enjoying running Amazon ads I'm sure they are Julie goes Amazon was the only one of the big tech companies that beat earnings estimates last quarter too Lawrence goes I do a lot of Amazon work for clients it's way bigger than folks talk about on here it makes brands a lot of dollars and their advertising interface is changing constantly Dwayne Brown responds I think Amazon only agencies will be in trouble next year it's a lot easier I feel for Google ads agencies to get into Amazon ads then vice versa and Amazon is the sleeping beast of paid search Lawrence goes I think you are right single platform agencies will be a thing of the past too too many platforms out there to play with now twitch amazon facebook spotify hulu roku netflix soon google microsoft pinterest etc loads of platforms to play with julie goes google's goals can never be 100 percent aligned with advertisers goals absolutely it's literally impossible so take all of the announcements recommendations and best practices with a healthy grain of salt and test for yourself yeah lawrence goes once a company is public their goals are to increase shareholders values through increased stock prices i remember being excited to have a meeting with google in the old days now i ignore probably four to five calls a day from their annoying sales rep amalia goes that it is a holistic integrative process to make it all work nothing is as siloed as our roles make it seem also to roll out with our, our overlord google i was a bitter betty through early stages now i have an allotted morning period before gearing for change <laughs> yeah just do the the morning stage and keep moving boris beckerick responds to question three saying each time a channel just doesn't work is because the audience messaging and offer don't align try harder absolutely keep trying harder amalia goes one thing i didn't expect was how awesome the ppc community is i really found a home with you all over the years i'm so grateful for that unexpected surprise yes we've talked a lot about that i'm not going to go into a thread about that this is about what yeah we wish we knew but yeah definitely the community and i'm sure the thread is just a bit more of that julie then continues saying everything changes all the time and often things that were working amazingly one month can suddenly stop performing and it is not anything you did or didn't do it is a change in how the platform works amalia goes and yet i'll still find a way to blame myself lord amalia come out of it you're awesome and then we have Dave Galigua responding to a question to yeah no Ashton Clark about where Ashton was said about Microsoft Microsoft advertising. Dave goes yeah it's too bad what to challenge the Google Meta duopoly. It's too bad that to challenge the Google Meta duopoly we often have to look at other near semi monopolies offerings Microsoft Apple Amazon etc. I love using other channels when i can yep it's always good to diversify dan patterson responds to question three saying i'll echo a lot of what others are saying things change all the time it's annoying but it's inevitable 
And then we have Julie taking us on to question four saying, what is something about paid social that you know now that you wish you knew a lot sooner? For me, for paid social that I wish that I knew was that the cost per lead of paid social is nowhere close to that of the cost per lead for paid search. For me, I feel in social is a lot higher than on paid search. Amalia goes that I don't like it and to let other people do it. And she did go up, follow up another answer saying that she can do it. She knows how to do it. She's gotten good results from doing it, but she hates actually managing it. So yeah, know where your strength is. Do what you love is my big <laughs> advice on that one. Tim Jensen goes simpler campaign audience structures are generally better. Don't overthink segmentation. Julie goes how different paid social is from paid search. The way you manage it, the time involved etc it's nothing like how you do search it's a lot harder to quote paid social project projects and to be profitable on them than it is paid search projects charge accordingly and daniel vada responds that you can't just look at the interface and report nor can you look in ga and report you have to test incrementality julia vice goes all the platform backends are a copy of the facebook backends you already know a lot about how these platforms will work even the different audience options tim goes and they'll all break at the worst possible time lovely right so Logan goes that you don't actually have to specialize in paid social if it doesn't interest you i feel like paid social is seen as a more fun discipline and i have felt pressure to make it one of my skills and she continues i can do the basics and keep the lights on but it's not an area i'm interested in specializing in me neither not at all and this is what yeah amalia goes i tried paid social i can do paid social i've had success with paid social and I hate managing paid social. <laughs> Life's too short. And someone was like, yeah, Sophie goes completely agree. Tim Jensen goes, when are you selling the t-shirts with this quote? She needs her merch stuff. Dwayne Brown responds, not that it would change anything. I wish I would could predict four years ago, iOS 14.5 was coming. <laughs> Daniel Vardy goes that it can work for B2B, but you have to be smart about it and you can't just spray and pray. Definitely. Boris goes that I should have put much more time into mastering Facebook and TikTok is what TT is, right? Fraser goes, question for UTMs. It still amazes me how many people don't use UTMs or tracking parameters on ads. Come on, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people, definitely. Amalia goes, one day I'll actually delete my Facebook account. Yep, I probably will as well. I find it a little bit just very tedious i must say myself and on that fun note about facebook ads and not wanting to do paid social what do you think do you like doing paid social if you do paid search would you like to work in that area as well anyway i hope you got some great takeaways from that and as usual we'll be continuing this conversation maybe with even more questions on thursdays on thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. BST. So that's British summertime because it is definitely summer over here. But yeah, so if you want to continue that chat with us, join us on Thursday for any feedback about the podcast or maybe even some correction on anything that has been shared. Do get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu, or on LinkedIn. We have the PPC Chat Roundup group on there and would love to have you join us to share your thoughts. It'll also be great for the long-standing members and brand new listeners to have the pod- give the podcast a review either on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. Just go to the link linktr.ee forward slash PPC Chat underscore Roundup. And yeah, 
again, just to drop a note that I've announced PPC Live UK is having a second event September 29th. Just go to bit.ly forward slash PPC Live UK SEPT 22 to get more details about that. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week. Thank you.